here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Hello and welcome to Shake Them Ropes. It is June 10th, the year 2014. Rob McCarron here with Jeff Hawkins. Jeff, how are you today? I am safe and sound in Valley Village, California, long away from the from the reaches of any gunman with a rifle. <laughs> you've, had, uh, you've had quite the week in your area of Los Angeles. Uh, yeah. Let's see, I had an earthquake. I had a Prius that ran through an intersection that hit a few girls at school. And then the next, yeah, uh, yesterday, same same intersection, that gunman with a rifle comes right around that school, terrorizing it about half a block from me. So I had like a DMZ coming around here. It took me, I had to go the back way home. Let's put it that way. Not to mention your LA Kings. Woo! The source of pride for Los Angeles right now. Source of pride? No one's so- watching them. But uh, hold on. Well, no one's watching, watching them. They were watching them against the Blackhawks, but they just knew they were going to win. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, Los Angeles. It's funny because the ratings for the NHL uh, Stanley Cup are down, even though you have the two largest markets. But yeah. in L.A. especially, no one is watching it in L.A. Well, there, there's a couple of reasons for that. Number one, um, they do this ridiculous thing where they put the first two games on a major network so you can watch it. Right. And then the next two games are it's, like on NBC Sports Network, which on a lot of cable systems is a little further down or some don't have it. Yeah. I mean, here in L.A., most of us can't get the Dodgers unless we have Time Warner. Can't so. get the Dodgers, can't watch your Kings. Yeah. Can watch your Angels. Plus, you know, L.A.'s not a hockey town. It's very odd that, like you said, L.A. and New York, two biggest television markets in the right. United States. But it's kind of that's the matchup every other sport except hockey would want because mm-hmm. they would want a more traditional matchup, like a bit like a, you know, original six matchup. What would what would hockey want? Would they want the Blackhawks and who? I think they would have liked the Blackhawks and the Canadians or the Blackhawks okay. and, the, and or the, even the Blackhawks and the Rangers would have had stuff. But I think Blackhawks Canadians would have really. Uh, that would have been the big one. Uh, big is relative, but okay. yeah, I mean, whoever come, came out of the West was probably going to win anyway, so it's one of those things. I think uh, Chicago is much more of a hockey town, so the ratings are much higher. That's why the ratings were so much higher for Game 7, because mm-hmm. uh, I think everybody was kind of expecting Chicago to close it out at that time, and they didn't. So, you know, I'm excited because I'm a former season ticket holder. Uh, still go to quite a few games. I split a package with some people and, uh, you know, it, it's been, it'll be nice to have the cup down here. It'll be nice to have champions that aren't the Lakers. <laughs> well, as the NHL looks to find its champion, WWE now is in the same boat, Jeff. They do yes. not have a champion. Vacant is the WWE world heavyweight champion again. Yeah. What did you, what did you think of how they, how they did this? Well, I mean, you kind of 
you were backed into a corner because you had the whole storyline expecting Daniel Bryan to come back for money in the bank and then he doesn't. Um, you know, I, there's different schools of thought for me. You know, I'm fine with them stripping Daniel Bryan. I was always under the belief, and I still feel this way, that the Daniel Bryan title win at WrestleMania, that was the peak moment. It was all about the chase and getting him to that win at WrestleMania. The rain, no matter how good it was going to be, didn't really matter. And I never thought in one uh, case that it was going to be that great anyway, because once you start him with Kane, okay, I was, you know, I was under the, uh, I was the one saying that the Kane match was fine. Like, it's just one pay-per-view you have to get through. It's, it's his first contender. It's his first win. Who cares if it's Kane? He'll get to the real challengers later. Uh, and well, now we haven't gotten to that point. So it looks bad in hindsight. Um, I'm fine with them stripping him of the title. We don't know when he's going to come back. He may come back in a, at SummerSlam. He may not come back until uh, later than that. Or he may be back in the first week of July. Who knows? At this point, though, make a new champion. Daniel Bryan can be that person's first title defense. Maybe they put it right back on Daniel Bryan. Uh, I'm fine with where they're going because there is so much uncertainty. Yeah, I want to hit on a couple things, um, especially one one you mentioned there. I I, I thought, I, you know, I was part of the group that thought the Kane feud was a mistake, and especially the way they wrote it, like an old horror movie, just made him look so bad as a champion. Once you hit him at the peak, and now I agree with you in hindsight, the title win at WrestleMania was his peak. You had to book him strong and against somebody strong in ring that could go with him and give him more credibility and you know i think at that time the you know you go with possibly cesaro and just do it for that time and you can build both up at the same time because now both of them are considerably weaker since wrestlemania i would think um i had no problem with them stripping daniel bryan of the belt i had a problem with the way they did it um i am still not a fan of this calling him a B plus player and making it because of his physical um what he was lacking physically. I, I just think that it does Daniel Bryan no a disservice when he comes back. Because at WrestleMania he just beat evolution. It's time to give him a little bit of love in terms of that. If he's a B plus player, he beat you guys. So there. I mean I they had a very easy out where they could have just said, well, sucks to be him. And we have the added bonus of, look, his wife quit like an idiot uh, over that, you know, and just kind of rubbing that in. Yeah, it's funny. That aspect in. If you're going to go that way, I'm fine with it, but there's got to be another point. You got to have Daniel Bryan yeah. or the announcers bringing up that, hey, John Cena gave up a title shot because he got hurt. Randy Orton lost a title reign because he got hurt before. Dolph Ziggler lost a title reign because he got hurt before. Yeah, just, um, say, just say he's getting hurt and he has to go to the back of the line, and that'll be enough to make people angry. What 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 they're doing here, it it, it toes that line between is this what the company thinks or are they just kind of working the smarks kind of because you know, there's always that, that kind of condescension that triple H does when he insults people like this, it makes you kind of go, is this what they really think? And, and it came back to this, you know, kind of like the CM punk skinny fat comment. Yeah. 
you know, it, 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 it undermines the guy that you're supposed to be building here in favor of building up Triple H, which, you know, now the authority is the top heel group again, and, you know, all is right with the world. But, you know, I don't have a problem with you stripping him. Just, you know, just go with the injury. Make it a sport type of angle where, yeah, but but then if you're going to make put the sports entertainment twist to it, you go, well, now he has to get to the back of the line and prove himself again. That's all you needed to do. It's straight line A to B. And, you know, add in the part about his wife quitting and saying, well, that, you know, certainly – you know, makes him look like an idiot, and then and then move on from there instead of uh, instead of calling him a B plus player. I just, yeah, I didn't like that part. But uh, you need a champ, and need a champ. I could I could I could see them. You know, I mean, they bring up the Austin example where Austin was you know out for a couple months, but Austin was so so much more red hot. I mean, Daniel Bryan's hot, but he wasn't Austin hot. So you could. You know, you could do that kind of thing with someone, and I just don't think that the WWE views Daniel Bryan as that kind of um, corporate mascot type well, guy that you could do that with, where he's strong enough. And you can, I mean, I could argue that Daniel Bryan's weakest part of his entire package is promos and talking and on-screen yes. skits. So yes. I, what are you going to do but expose him for the weakest part of his game if you actually kept him in the Steve Austin 97 role? Um but yes, we that was the first segment of WWE Raw last night is Stephanie McMahon and Triple H stripped him of the championship, so he's no longer the champion. That means Money in the Bank's main event, the Money in the Bank ladder match, is going to be for the title with apparently both belts still hanging above the, uh, <laughs> above the ring. Um, so that brings us, we'll get into the rest of Raw in a bit, but I wanted to go through the possible new WWE champions. Get your thoughts on who may win it, who is unlikely to win it. So I have some names for you, Jeff, and we'll discuss this back and forth. Um, oh, by the way, I believe I had this before anybody else that Money in the Bank would probably be for the belt. Congratulations. Yeah, I know. I you know, got to pat myself on the back pat sometimes. on the back. Um, <laughs> we'll start with the four names that are included already in the Money in the Bank championship ladder match for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. It took me a minute to say that. Um, we'll start with Randy Orton. Randy Orton was placed into the match, did not win a qualifying match. Who cares? First name, Randy Orton. I, How likely I, is he to walk away with the title at Money in the Bank? Oh, I sort of care. And I'll tell you why. Because a month ago, or a couple months ago, before WrestleMania, Triple H had absolutely no faith in Randy Orton as the face of the company and was willing to put himself in the main event at WrestleMania. So that that part just kind of went, oh, yeah, all but right. Orton's the one who stuck around with him now in his fight against the Shield. So he's okay. friends again. That's what I want to hear then right. on screen. I, I want to hear that part <laughs> um, rather than just infer it. Right. Uh, Is he the favorite? Know. Is he the favorite to walk out as the champion? If you believe the rumors, I don't, yes. I don't know any rumors and I don't believe anything. Okay. Do you want to know the rumor then? No. Okay. Um, I, th I think more than likely, Randy, if, if, if Daniel Bryan's coming back in any kind of immediate future, then that first feud will be with Randy Orton, you know, face of the company, blah, blah, blah. Here we go. So Randy Orton. So you're saying it's likely he walks away with the championship. I think it's either Orton or Cena. All right. So other man, Sheamus, I don't believe what? for a second Sheamus is going to get in there. I think there's a small chance. 
of shames. More so than our next person on the list, Cesaro? Yes. Okay. So Cesaro, no championship reign. Sorry, you may as well not even try. No, well. Alberto Del Rio. I think he's good for the match. I'd much rather have Cesaro here than Alberto Del Rio. Alberto Del Rio, I don't give much of a shot to either. None. All right, so now we those are the four names that are already in the Money in the Bank match. There's three more spots open. I have to assume that John Cena will be one of them. So that's our next pick. John Cena, how likely is he to win the WWE World Heavyweight Championship? If it's not Orton, it's Cena. If it's not Orton, it's Cena. Okay. Um, Yeah, I I actually believed it was going to be Cena too. Uh, You could do the same thing where you have the Daniel Bryan-John Cena match playing off their SummerSlam match. Um, And then if Daniel Bryan can't come back, you feed Cena to Lesnar. Yeah, well, I I think that's what they would do anyway. If John Cena wins this match, I don't see Daniel Bryan winning the title back this year. Right. I think John Cena keeps it, and you have the rematch John Cena and Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. I uh, agree. With Brock Lesnar going back for his win. I agree. Uh, The odds that Daniel Bryan somehow is cleared for this show, maybe the week before, and enters the Money in the Bank match to get his title back. What are the chances Daniel Bryan walks out of Money in the Bank as the champion? I know he'll he he'd probably welcome the chance to be in the match, but he'd be a fool to do it. If if if, if it's truly a neck problem, you gotta go into a ladder match well, no, where let's, you're falling let, from yeah. heights. Well, let's say he's cleared. Let's say everything That's is a, all right. Well, well, cleared means cleared means you're medically able to go. It doesn't mean you're a hundred percent necessarily, and that's. You know, you still have to treat this injury with care. He'd be an idiot to do this type of match. Yeah, you got seven guys in there. Remember Christian coming back to do this match a week after being cleared of a concussion? A concussion's a little different. Well, I know, but still. It deals I mean, with your you, brain. Oh, yeah, but this deals with your ability to walk. Okay? Yeah, that's fine. Jeez, oh, really? I'm good with it. Okay. Two <laughs> percent. I'm just throwing it out there. All right, two percent. Yeah, I'd, I'd give it pretty long odds, but hey, and the crazier things have happened. Maybe, hey, Ed, Ed, you just had neck fusion surgery. Go throw yourself through it. Hey, well, I'm not saying he has to take any crazy bumps. I mean, there's seven people in the match. You can hide Daniel Bryan. Ric Flair was in a Money in the Bank match, for God's sakes. Yeah, but everybody takes a bump. Nah. Off of a ladder at some point. Yeah. You're, I don't think you can protect him that much with any kind of credibility. You might be able to. I mean, I, you know... Stranger things have happened. I just, I just don't see that. Sorry. Next guy on the list. Chances this man walks away with the World Heavyweight Championship at Money in the Bank. CM Punk. Zero. Not coming back still. Nope. Missed two Chicago shows. He's not coming back. I think he's happy being retired. The chances that Chael Sonnen walks out of Money in the Bank. With the did World you, Heavyweight Championship. Did you really just say that with, with, with no sort of smirk on your face? He's got nothing else kind? to do. He's out of UFC 175, which I'm kind of upset about. Is he? He has failed I, a random drug test. He wait, is Chael, out. Chael Sonnen did not Vitor Belfort. Chael Sonnen Chael, did? Chael Sonnen is out of UFC 175. And he's oh. going to give his explanation tonight on UFC Tonight, which by the time anyone listens to this will already have happened. But yep, he is out. He has failed a random drug test. He was tested the same day Vondelay Silva was. This is the worst news I've heard all day. <laughs> oh, Start selling those Sonnen. 175 tickets, guys. No, he's no, 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 not really. Although that was the one fight, no matter who he was fighting. I was excited to see Chael Sonnen because oh, so we'll be there live in Las Vegas. But yeah, Chael Sonnen has nothing else to do. Chances he walks out with the title. 
No. Do you give it Not- more of a shot or less of a shot than CM Punk, or are they both zero? I give much less of a shot than CM Punk because he hasn't trained in the WWE. <laughs> yeah, but he can climb a ladder, I'm pretty sure. I can climb a ladder. That doesn't mean they're giving me a shot. They should. That'd be fun. No one wants to see that. Jeff Hawkins, world heavyweight champion. I had problems running the ropes. Let's not go that far. (laughs) But yes, Chael Sonnen is out of UFC 175. He failed his drug test. Vitor Belfort doesn't even have a license for the show, so it's not 100% that fight was going to happen anyway. Um, But yeah. I'm absolutely crestfallen. Let's, Let's move on. Yeah, so we'll go into, uh, those were all the names. What about Evan Bourne? Let's throw Evan Bourne in there. I was watching uh, Money in the Bank 2010, was on the oh, network you, today. Hold on, will you, will you, no, let's put guys that have a chance of being in this match. You know, Evan Bray, Bourne has a shot. Bray Wyatt. What are the chances he walks out with the belt? I, I thought that was too easy. I don't think the chances are great <laughs> at all. You thought that was too easy, but you I wanted to give you some. I give you the guys who were in the match, and then I wanted to give you some off-the-wall names. Bray Wyatt, I uh, I don't know if Bray Wyatt gets into the match. Okay. And on that same vein, I don't know if John Cena's getting into the, that match either. I could see a final John Cena-Bray Wyatt match for some reason because I mean, they were put together on Raw again last night, as we'll talk about. Uh, but yeah, if John Cena's in the Money, Money in the Bank ladder match, I guess Bray Wyatt would be too. Um, if you're going to well, give a heel that run coming off of that loss, Bray Wyatt could be the guy. Could be. Are, now, are there two? Are there going to be two ladder matches? One for a briefcase and I don't one know. for the belts. I, would, I think that I think that's destructive to me. But that's just me. I, I think you only have the one because it does have the importance now. So you don't yeah. want to cheapen that. And if you put seven guys in one match, you have the same problem we've had the last couple of pay per views. Is all those guys are taken up in one match? You don't right. have a lot for the rest of the show. Yeah, it makes the other ladder match look like you know geek town. Right. And it would be guys like Dolph Ziggler and Jack Swagger and, you know, Adam Rose. I, I don't see him having two on this show. They very well could. I just don't see it. Um, okay. and the reason I don't think Bray Wyatt would probably be in there is you got to give him something else to do. And they've done a pretty good job with Bray Wyatt to get him over. I don't know if he loses a Money in the Bank match. But, hey, maybe his explanation for going in is just to make sure John Cena can't win. Well, then give me your seven. Who are your seven in this match? All right, so my seven in this match would be Randy Orton, Sheamus, Cesaro, Alberto Del Rio, and then it's a tough final three. It really is a tough final three. Um, Not really, but okay. No, to me it I, is, I because you could have these guys. You, I could easily say it's going to be John Cena, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns, or I can say it's going to be John Cena, Bray Wyatt, and God knows who. Is Wade Barrett? Wade Barrett lost the qualifying matches. We'll talk about. So I guess he can't be in it. I don't know. It. It's not so much who were the best three to be in there, but right. what's likely to happen. Yeah, because you have no, to fill out the right. rest of the show too. You're right, and then the shield, the shield angle complicates things. It does. Um, I don't think you put Seth Rollins or Dean Ambrose or Roman Reigns in that match because they have other things to do. But I also didn't think they would put Randy Orton in the match because he was going to be involved with the Shield stuff, but. Um, I can, right. I, I don't know. Let's see. Uh, if I had to guess, I'd say Cena, Bray Wyatt and Rusev. Okay. If um, I, if I had to put my final three, just to put three names out there, I'll go John Cena, Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt. Okay. That works. Cause you have, you have, uh, 
I keep thinking there's a small chance Triple H enters himself in this since he was so apt yeah. to get the belt earlier, but I don't think he wants to to work a money in the bank match, to be right. honest with you. Yeah, I, I, I don't see it, and especially because he hasn't done the wrestling thing so far after, you know, he's kind of given all the wrestling stuff to Seth Rollins and Randy Orton. Yeah, I think uh, that's gonna be I think that's gonna be a tag match. I think it's gonna be Hunter and uh and uh Seth versus uh the Shield. Could be. Or 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 individual one person matches with those four involved. But they're gonna stay away from this money in the bank. Well we'll go uh let's go over this raw show. Um Okay. We talked about the opening segment. The opening segment was Triple H and Stephanie McMahon coming out to strip Daniel Bryan. And boy were they giddy. They mm. were happier than I've seen them in a long time. I think since the night after SummerSlam, they were just super excited to be in that ring. Oh yeah, they were happy. They were just, they were having the time of their lives. They're the top heels again. Yep, they sure are. Uh, Money in the Bank qualifier: Sheamus beat Bad News Barrett, so Sheamus retains the linear WWE Championship. And really, uh, really good match. I really it was enjoyed great. this. And if I hadn't seen this matchup for the past four weeks. <laughs> Yeah, I would have loved this match, it, but you know, it's it's like I still have no reason why these two are really fighting other than to fight. Yeah, it was. Uh, you see certain matchups that come up on Raw, and you're like, really, this again? No matter how good it's going to be, it's never going to be as good as that because you just have this negativity going into it. I get yeah, the same way anytime I see Santino in the ring. I get the same way when it's Cesaro and Sheamus. Cesaro or Cesaro, Cesaro and Sheamus, Cesaro yeah. and RVD. Yeah. I mean, that that's how I ran. I'm like, oh god, this again? Yeah, it reminds me back when they were doing Sheamus and Dolph Ziggler a lot last year. Oh god, yeah. Or even, you know, well, Alberto Del Rio and Dolph Ziggler. Alberto Del Rio and just about anybody. That's true. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, to some to some respect, you know, Christian and uh, Randy Orton. Sure. Although I enjoyed the heck out of that series a lot, just because of the title was on the line. Mm-hmm. But yeah, any, any Dolph Ziggler mid card feud, like the 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 Big E matches, yeah. We had uh, Rusev squashing Zack Ryder. They're really building Rusev up for something. A lot of talk out there that it's going to be for John Cena, which I can see. Um, but they're really playing up this Russia versus USA. Yeah, well, yeah, it's 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 funny trying to it's an anachronism trying to make an '80s build into into a modern day parlance. But uh, I I somehow knew that when that Obama workout video got released, it was going to make air. It was going to make air, uh-huh. and and I don't think it has anything to do with politics per se. I think it has to do with what Vince McMahon sees as manly. And I think, and I, I said this when this first started. I, I think even though he may disagree with the country's politics, I think he has a bit of a hard on for Vladimir Putin just being, you know, riding around on a horse, shirtless and muscular, and doing sambo and and you know, karate and just that. That's what a man's supposed to be. And you see, you see Obama in his mom jeans doing, uh, doing you know, five pound shoulder curls. You know, and basically aerobic steps. <laughs> just trying to stay toned. That's all. Just yeah, just trying to tone. But you know that you know that's not what Vince views as manly. So right. he knew that was going to come up. Oh sure. Oh sure. I think Rusev. Rusev. He's better than. I mean, I, I miss and like I said last week, I miss NXT Rusev. Yeah. Just being a a destruction machine. You know, really showing that in well, the ring. Just being intense. I mean, yeah. just going, you know, boom, boom, boom in the ring. It, not 
not giving a second between moves that he hits because he's because he's great for for what he is. I mean, and 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 he's great in that role, and I want to see more of that. I'm still I'm still just waiting for that Mojo Raleigh beat down on Raw. You know what he did on Takeover to do on Raw because yeah. that was the greatest thing he's done that I've seen him do at all. And let's see him do it against uh, someone fairly credible. I mean, I, the the Biggie Langston one was the one that, or Biggie. I'm sorry, I always want to add that last name in there. Uh, the Big E was the closest we got to it, and that was you know I mean, you're that was not, pretty darn spectacular. You're not using them. Just bring in you know bring in Albert again to have a match and get destroyed by Rusev. Bring in Brodus Clay. Bring someone bigger. You know. Yeah. It's time to Mark, get someone bigger than him. Mark destroyed. Henry, U.S. Olympian. Yeah, I don't know if I would do Mark Henry yet because that to me could be a Rusev pay per view match. But okay. I'm talking big guys that you're not using right now. A Kali right. type. You know, Titus just to, yeah, just to be a beat down on Raw. Yeah. Because I think Mark Henry could actually be an undercard pay-per-view match that would be somewhat okay. No, you're 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 exactly right on that. Uh, Rybaxel defeated Goldust and R Truth. R Truth was Goldust's partner, picked by Cody Rhodes this week. Uh, first time in a while, Goldust was the one who took the pin in this one. I don't know if that means anything, but usually it's the partner taking the pin. This time it was Goldust. Next right. week, Cody has told his brother that he has the perfect partner. Someone who can bring out the light of gold dust, and it's someone we've never seen before. Jeff Hawkins, I ask you this. Is it someone we've never seen, or someone we've never seen with gold dust before? It was, Cody Rhodes specifically said it's someone that you've never seen before. Okay. So, um, you know, when I first thought about it, I thought it was Miz, and it very well could be, but... It's someone we've seen, Miz. we've seen Miz exactly. But it, he said last night that it's someone we've never seen before. Do you have a prediction who Goldust's partner next week could be? I have an off the wall theory, and hear me out on this. Cody Rhodes is going to make Dustin or is going to make Dustin Rhodes Goldust's partner. This is where Cody turns on the heel turn, and he goes, "You've never." Teamed, it's something to the effect of where Cody Rhodes is acting like himself. Goldust has always been this character, as opposed to the real him. Mm-hmm. So I think, so I think he announces Dustin Rhodes as his partner. There, I don't know. I mean, I, I was originally going to say it was going to be dashing Cody Rhodes with a mustache again. It, do you think he can grow it out in a week? A fake mustache. Okay. Um, or or he puts on a luchador mask and dashing Cody character. You you could do that. You could do dashing Cody Rhodes. You can see. I mean, once he my said original, my original thought was dashing Cody Rhodes. Okay, he I think that's a better. That's a more likely prediction than Dustin Rhodes. Well, you know, you, you kind of leave him out there to dry, and, yeah. and and have him get his butt kicked, and then you just complete the heel turn that way, and that way you have the match for Money in the Bank. I I was thinking, who do you actually bring in from NXT if you're if it's actually someone we've never seen before, so it's someone from developmental, like well, he, well, he can't win the match, so you have to bring in someone who's going to lose. He can't win the match. Why not? Because this is the whole point of the storyline. Is that is that Dustin? Is that Goldust? It may be the weak link, or he, or he, you know, he keeps losing, mm-hmm. and you either have Cody turn on him or make the save for him, but. You can't bring in an NXT guy to win with gold dust on this. What about if Miz is no longer Miz? And he has a new name. 
Mr. Canada or whatever or he is under the mask. Or he's under a mask. Or he's already if, done that. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. What, what if it's Aiden English? It's Alex Riley. What if, ooh. I, I don't no. know. I, I don't know where they're going with this. Obviously, it's not a top program, so... I, I think it's a bait and switch. Okay. I, th- I think something about this is a bait and switch. Let's put it that way. It's All not right. going to be a. It's not going to be a real person. We had in the ring 3MB coming out to basically hijack the Shield's promo time. Shield did not. Shield did not like that very much, so they come down and beat up 3MB. Dean Ambrose proceeds to cut one of his better promos so far, which I I seem to say that every promo. week. Magnificent promo by Dean Ambrose. I D- thought Dean Ambrose was great. He was intense when he needed to be. He was calm when he needed to be, and he finished it off. Simply saying, they're going to beat Seth Rollins up. Yep. We're going to kick his ass. Or they're going to beat the hell out of him. They're going to beat the hell out of him. A little bit of uh, going PG-13 in the PG era. Being likey. I, with them giving more promo time to get this feud over, I do not think it's going to be very long before they realize Ambrose is the guy. Yeah. Um, so we'll get into the Roman Reigns promo. <laughs> Roman Reigns was not as good. Um, started clunky. You know what though? I, 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 I tell you something, something snapped in me when I saw Reigns. where I go, okay, now I see what they see in him when he was just kind of staring at the camera with his blue eyes, angry, as opposed to oh, that, that, as opposed to that shot where he's pacing and talking, but he's well, just yeah. staring, staring with that intense look. No, the look is good. The look what? in the start of it was very good where he was where he looked hurt and goes, you know, I can't believe what you did. I just wish they would do because uh, he's on. I actually watched the backstage pass after the show last night. And Roman oh, yeah. Reigns does these promos with Dean Ambrose when they get interviewed by Renee Young and he's just himself and he's just talking. That Roman Reigns is great. Yeah. He says these subtle jokes, which are good. He's not doing the outward comedy like Cena and The Rock used to do. He's just, you know, saying his lines it's good. You believe him. This is a guy who just needs to be able to talk and not needs, run these he, scripted promos. Yeah, he needs to not have to remember his lines. He has to just be able to speak from the heart, and he'd be much better served that way. Because I think he agree. Because he was on that promo last night. I think he did forget his line at one point because he repeated the same thing over and over. Yeah, he was trying to. He was trying to get back to the spot. He had, you know, he had his bullet points in his head, and he's trying to get back to the spot so he can get back on track. I just, you know. <laughs> Who the hell's making Roman Reigns misquote Jim Croce? That just, uh, you don't tug on Superman's cape. You don't, mm-hmm. you don't piss into the wind, which was, you know, a <laughs> slight change. But still, you know, uh, that was so. But then, then as he kept going, he found himself again. Yeah. And he, he ended strong. We're going to have our own personal Game of Thrones. I thought that was kind of a. Yeah. Thing. Oh, he ended strong. Yeah. I. He just needs to be doing these backstage segments. They need to put what they do with Renee Young backstage on Monday Night Raw. Because I oh, think yeah. that Roman Reigns will get over more. Yeah. Um, speaking of getting over more, was last night Damian Sandoz peak? <laughs> I, I think I, my, my exact reaction looking at, uh, looking at my notes here was he's turning chicken shit into chicken shit with ketchup on it. Ah, uh, Damian Sandow... This thing is absolute garbage, but he is so good at it. He came out in a flesh-covered <laughs> leotard 
and was just dancing with one single streamer. He was so committed. I, I talk about Adam Rose not committing to the role, and I still don't believe he's 100% into it. He was doing rhythmic gymnastics yes. and ballet, and he was doing it well. Damien Sandow was all about that last night. He was fan friggin tastic. He was great. Uh, as for the match, they lost to the Usos. Of course they did, and, and this this gimmick's going nowhere fast. This is this is straight to future Endeavorsville. Could Damian Sandow be Goldust partner next week as Goldust? Oh man, ah, that is great. Cody Rhodes and Damian used to be friends. That that is great. Or 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 Sandow as as someone maybe Sandow doing a Dusty Rhodes. I can see him coming out as Sandust. Sand dust, yeah. I, I, you know, it's someone Gold Dust has never seen before because it's yeah. him, and it brings out all of Gold Dust. I could see it being uh, Damian Sandow as Gold Dust. That makes perfect sense. That's that's the move. So now, if that happens, I can be the one who says I called it, right? Oh sure. I have audio proof now. I I don't, you know, I don't keep score. I just like to occasionally go. I think I had that. Oh sure. Oh, I understand. Nah. Um, time for me to get something though. Uh. Cesaro entered Money in the Bank by beating Rob Van Dam. Mm, yay. Michael Cole sat down with Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, it was his Hold turn on, to get I his th- promo. I think, I think Rob Van Dam literally aged five years over the course he, of this match. He did that promo on, I don't know if it was the pre-show or Raw itself, where he, he was interviewed by Re- Renee Young. He Dude. Looked, he looks so tired. Oh, yeah. He looks something. He, the, the, the style has not evolved. No. <laughs> Um, Seth Rollins promo, uh, Seth Rollins came out in a suit, gave his explanation. His explanation was that he learned something from evolution. It was time to evolve, not to evolve with a group, but to evolve Seth Rollins. So he just wanted to break out, be on his own, take his partnership into a sole proprietorship, basically. So he decided to go out on his own. He played it off like he was, it took guts you know, he was actually doing the brave thing, going away from a successful group to try and be a success himself. And uh, that was it. That's Seth Rollins' explanation. Mm-hmm. What, no, okay. Before I give my opinion, what did you think? That was all right. I mean, because if he's not getting a title match, you kind of have to give this explanation because otherwise it's like, okay, why'd he do it? There's no gain for himself. But... Yeah. This way, he can go for singles titles. I mean, he wasn't getting championships with the Shield. He was a tag team champion earlier on, but it's not like he was getting championships. He was not but getting he never, money. He, he never mentioned any of that, though. It that's doesn't the, matter. That's the thing. No, but that, but that goes to my point. That's what I wanted. I wanted to hear that he wanted to go after titles or go after money or go after something. That's what I wanted to hear. I would have much rather he said, I don't have to tell you all why I did it. Well, then, he, he did then, give then, the explanation that... I did, I did, no, he gave the explanation that, that he did it for personal growth, which makes it all new age <laughs> stuff. I, 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 did li- I did like the kind of the homage to Jeff Jarrett where I didn't sell out. I bought in. Yeah. But... Bought into himself. And I think, I think for the promo, for what it was, it was, it was good. And I thought Seth Rollins really did well for himself. Um, the tweaks I would have made, I mean, this is part of the... Pratt or pitfalls of having to do a show in front of 12,000 people weekly. This would have been much stronger if he could have, if they would have taped this so he could be a little bit more quiet instead of sneering, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but yeah, no, I wanted to, I mean, 
okay, fine, personal growth. I wanted to hear the why. That I wanted to hear the another step of the why. Sure. You know, give me something. Give me, you know what? I was working so hard in these matches and I wasn't getting the support I thought I, I should have. You know, I want to go after titles. You know, Triple H gave me CM Punk money. I thought that that would have probably been a, a good good little line to tweak people into hating oh, him. That would have been a fun one. Yeah, all the money um, that was meant for Punk I got. I, oh, I got a CM Punk contract. Yeah. So I got FU money now. Oh, sure. You know? Um I, I think I think where they were a bit hamstrung is um, you know, because I thought they were going in the right direction when when he was describing Ambrose as a psycho. The problem is he couldn't go after Roman Reigns without killing some of his credibility. Right. Where 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 you could have said, you know, I mean, look at look at Reigns. He can't put three two sentences together. He's a big dumb oaf well, instead to he, save his life. He went the positive route with Roman. He said Roman's the golden boy. So basically, part of his explanation was I needed to get out and project myself before all of a sudden I'm left behind by Roman Reigns. He didn't explicitly say that, but that's yeah, kind of where he was going well, with that. That needed to be stronger. Oh, yeah. sure. I mean, and, and, and you know, it's a, it's a nice idea, but it's another idea that needs to be taken care of. And, and, and that happens in the writer's room when you're, you know, crit- critiquing and criticizing and trying to heighten and, and whatnot. And I think that's the problem of, you know, rewriting shows last minute. Um, so far, though, I will say uh, I'm positive on the Seth Rollins program right now. I'm positive on Seth Rollins. The the logic wasn't there for me to to buy into the heel turn, but you know because you know give me money, give me titles, give me women, you know whatever. There's there's only three things men really go after in professional wrestling. Uh, you know, give me one of those, I'll be fine with it. But I'll live with it. I, I think Rollins is great. I I just want to see now. I want to see kind of okay. Now how does he fit into the evolution scheme, and and is he going to be overshadowed by you know. Our, our two condescending major I, heels. I tell you what, and, though, and, and Triple H and 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 Orton. With with him coming out, with him saying that he's in it for himself, and with him coming out without Triple H and Randy Orton, I think him being a part of Evolution is out the window. I think he's just oh, going really? alone. Yeah. Well, he, the, he's on that, his own at this point. Evolution that, is Randy Orton and Triple H, and Randy Orton with this money in the bank, especially if he wins the title, will go off on his own. I think Evolution's done. Well, then then the promo kind of doesn't make any sense, does it? Because it was all about how he was evolving too, and then you should well, yeah, he's, that a, kinda... he's evolving but, but as Seth Rollins, though. Right, but then you also had the backstage vignette where Triple H was with Seth Rollins. That's fine. And it's kind of, okay, so you're going to say that, well, I mean, that just seems far, that they, seems far too subtle for the WWE yeah, where but you're going to show the two of them. They don't have to be a, a group to be watching a monitor. I mean, guys watch monitors all the time. Obviously, he left because of Triple H and he's making his money. But at this point, Triple H, to me, is the authority figure. So Seth Rollins is in the authority figure's pocket. But as far as them being a, a trios group, evolution is over. Seth Rollins came out with his own music tonight. Randy Orton comes out to his own music next week, I'm sure of it. I think the evolution group was finished at payback. Okay. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see him anymore. Uh, okay. Uh, do you think, so you don't think that, uh, Triple H and, and Rollins are going to have, are, are going to have a mostly a loose connection then? Uh, a loose connection as in Seth Rollins is a heel and he's just the same way that Randy Orton and Triple H had that connection before they were in evolution again. You know, Seth Rollins is the guy and, and Triple H is a heel authority figure. That's yeah, the connection. 
I mean, I could see some tension going in the interplay between Orton, Rollins, and Triple H. I could see that eventually, too. Okay. Yeah, but I I just think as far as evolution, that group is, it's one of those slow dissolves where it just, they're not specifically saying evolution is done. It's just everyone's going their separate way. You love that as as a finish for for, for stables, don't you? If if you're not going to do a turn on somebody, I mean, you're not going to turn Randy Orton babyface, so just end the group. Okay. That's the way I, I was hoping they would do the shield eventually, like, you know, That's what, yeah, but That's uh, what yeah, they're just ending the group. The group is over because the group does not include Seth Rollins. I don't think you have to keep this group going. Uh, it's just they're done. They're three individuals now. And Triple H, I think as far as wrestling goes, he may come back and wrestle at SummerSlam, but I don't see him wrestling anywhere in between that. OK, yep. That's just me. Um, I have a question for you. Yes. Will Brad Maddox be on TV? On Raw? Anytime the rest of this calendar year. No, but I mean, he might be. Uh, I mean, I think he's going to be on SmackDown. Uh, he's currently doing JBL Cole show, doing little vignettes there, looking for a job. Right. So I, th- okay. so I think that. So I think that's the current comedy thing for the. You so know, all for the just- all the fired Raw GMs just always go to SmackDown. Teddy Long, Bragmatics, Vicky Guerrero. Nobody's always... nobody's ever really fired. They just hang around in you know in figurehead positions, like a Booker T. Yeah, you know nobody ever really gets fired. They just kind of get fired in name only, and they hang around. It's <laughs> it's much like the real WWE. Right. Um. <laughs> I I wonder what they're gonna do. I I didn't know if they would make Brad Maddox a wrestler again. I figured with him going as the authority figure, they kind of gave up on Brad Maddox ever wrestling. Um, got a good look. He's just really small and and thinner compared to other guys on the roster. Um, Come on, there's that rumored cruiserweight show that they're always... But you could always do... Yeah, you could put him back on NXT. That's happening. You made him the commissioner of NXT. You can do something. Because absolutely stinks in that role. He's just not on the show. Exactly, but he's supposed to know everything, but then they keep bringing it up on Raw. I loved how uh, there was an interplay. They were talking about Bo Dallas's record last night, (laughs) and Michael Cole... Or JBL said he was undefeated... And Michael Cole brought up, well, in WWE, obviously a reference to NXT and, and whatnot. And then JBL, not realizing it was a reference to NXT, says, well, what do you think I was talking about? Like the African Wrestling League or something? I, he doesn't even know NXT exists sometimes. <laughs> oh, it's, it's so nice that, that your two color commentators don't pay any attention to any other other product except what's happening on that day. Right. Yeah, it's, it's fun sometimes when little things like that occur um anything else from raw or any really poignant notes that you have on wwe as we head into uh to next week's raw in cleveland luke harper was fantastic luke harper's great they're giving him more mic time and Um, they did what and they did what i was kind of hinting at last week they're having they're having harper and bray play off of each other in those interviews i thought bray was pretty good although i thought the the hey i'm back i'm reborn Ta-da. Yeah, that was a little, little uh that was a whatever. Little PSX machina there. Um, but uh they're having those two interplay. I want to see that as kind of a I mean, because that's what makes a good stable is kind of interplay during during interviews and and other aspects like that, those little things. So I thought that was really kind of cool. I think um, I think they've finally seen what they have in Luke Harper. I think we're gonna see more and more of him talking, and, and like, that's another because Luke Harper could he be my, he was my favorite thing on Raw. Luke, Luke Harper's really good. Um, and that could be a big match down the line on pay-per-view. Roman Reigns and Luke Harper uh, could be a big one. Um, 
Yeah, um, I like Luke Harper. I, he does all these spots that you would figure a guy six inches shorter and smaller would do. I mean, he's doing super kicks. He's doing dives. I don't know how long that's going to last, but, but Luke Harper is a top diamond in the rough for them. Yeah. And uh, let me let me get your take on this because I was talking about I got kind of got laughed out of the building on on this theory. Uh, I know John Cena had to be the guy to come in and make the save, but I I kind of I sort of agreed with Meltzer in a way because I had mentioned this as well that this would have been a good spot for either a new guy or to rehab a guy that you have, and I was more going for the rehab a guy you have. Method who could have used that kind of rubbed a hey, this is going to be the beginning of building him back up again. And, uh, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, you know, I thought maybe, you know, since, since he had faced Rollins on Friday, that maybe this could have been the beginning of uh, the Dolph Ziggler. Uh, yeah, I, I just don't think we're going to see Dolph Ziggler rise up anytime soon well, again. I mean, just, just an example. I mean, you have oh, all sure. these guys like Big E. Oh, yeah. And him. Big E was and, a guy uh, missing from Raw last night. Yeah. Yeah, you. I mean, all these guys were just a year ago. They were figured to be the future, and now they're jobbing and not on TV anymore. Um, uh, I'll go through a couple more just just quick hits here. Um, I I thought that uh, you know they're done doing. I mean, all these people like Paige and stuff that all and Cesaro that they you had hopes for during WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. They're not doing the right things with them. It's almost like you know, hey, they're great. They're great actors, but they can't sing and dance, so therefore they're not great actors. You know, it, it's they're great wrestlers, but they don't have this, so we're not going to go fully on this. And they're they're right. kind of languishing in these roles. Oh sure, right now. I mean, Cesaro especially. Um, this Paulie thing is getting Paulie and Brock over. It's not getting Cesaro over at all. Right. Yeah, um, it's the new music isn't great. The, I like uh, the music. The music's fine. It's just uh, the, the gimmick is bad. I don't like anything in the package of Cesaro right now. The only the, thing I like is walk. that Paul Heyman can talk for him, but that's not yeah. really helping him. So I don't like anything ta- in the package. And he's not talking for him. He's talking yeah. for Brock. Um, I mean, uh, and Alicia Fox is uh, great as crazy. Yeah, but that's over. I mean, and over, I mean, it should end because she did the, the freak out on Oksana last week and no one cared. Right. People wanted to end. I think the Alicia Fox experiment of her going crazy because there's no depth to it. That needs to end. Um, I did want to ask you because I alluded to it earlier. Seth Rollins came out to his own music. What do you think about the Seth Rollins mosh music? I, I don't even remember. Don't it notice right it. Now. It's I mean, ki- I mean, it seems fine to me. I, I just I just can't remember it offhand right now because I kind of was. Yeah. Uh, Keeping an eyeball on, I forgot to really <laughs> oh, listen. There was a hockey was, game on, right? Well, I was flipping between the hockey and this, and then I kind of rewatched parts of uh parts of the show before we did before okay. we taped this so i don't really remember the music i remember it getting good reviews so hey listen that's better than nothing i i didn't like it just because it's too heavy for him um that that would be a good one uh, i'm curious to know people's thoughts on the uh on the music of seth rollins i'm a big entrance music guy i feel like it's the first thing that people are going to know about you so it should be fitting and it should yeah. be something that can catch on and people are excited for um Final prediction before we go. We'll end it on this one. Okay. Did the Kings close it out in the fourth game? Do they sweep? Yes, they do. And they saved me a few hundred bucks. Because <laughs> you were going to go to a game, right? But you have not I, I, t- I have a ticket to game five. Okay. But uh, I'd much rather they sweep because my memory of the uh, 2012 clincher was, it was a great night for, for your boy, Jeff. Uh, went to that game, saw the first Stanley Cup. 
went home, got dressed in a suit, went to a rap party for the uh, HBO show I worked on at one time. So uh, that was a great 24 hours. Nothing can live up to that. <laughs> All right. Like, apparently Jeff they, Hawkins I, saying life has peaked a year ago. Okay. Well, I wouldn't say that. I just, it was that night was just yeah. great in so many ways. And plus seeing that first cup. Right. It's like, wow, you know, now it's the second one. It's like, yeah, now we're in Dynasty. It's We've been there. Oh, it's sure. sweeter It's sweeter for the players, you mm-hmm. know. As, as a fan, you kind of go, yeah, now I want this every year. Well, good luck to your Los Angeles Kings. Thank you, sir. Good luck to your neighborhood not having more trouble. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll be back next week to find out. I, I'm not going to lie, Jeff. The most exciting thing to me, the thing I'm most anxious about now is Damian Sandow with Sandust. Oh, man. So we're going to... We're going to see if that happens. I'm going to build myself up up for gold dust. And it's going to end up being someone stupid like Sami Zayn. (laughs) You're you're saying Sami Zayn's stupid. No, I was joking. Um, I don't think that's going to happen either, but we'll find out next week. Uh, That's going to do it for shake them ropes this week, covering the uh, happenings of WWE. We'll be back next week to talk about that and more. Hope you all have an enjoyable rest of your week and goodbye. Thank you for listening kids. Here it comes again. Lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations. Limited time only. Plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.